Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Hallelujah. Well, without much ado, I want you to rise to your feet as we sing our anthem. Prepare our hearts for the word of God this morning. Hallelujah. Are you excited about that? So we are going to sing Nothing is Impossible with the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody everywhere. Nothing is impossible when we put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Talking to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word for everything. For everything. Yes, When you put your trust in God, somebody declare it this morning. Is impossible when you trusting in His words. Acting to the voice of God today. Is there anything too hard for Him? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, yes, everything is possible with God. Ladies and gentlemen, children of God, your pastor, my pastor, the bishop, me, Ajedu Amar, ministering to us this morning. Hallelujah! 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 Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Pray that God will speak to you this morning. Pray that this morning you will not just be a hearer of the word. But this morning you will also be You'll be both a hearer and a doer. Pray that the word of God will change something. Pray that through the word of God you will make a quality decision this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. We thank you for this morning. Thank you that you always gather us to teach us. Pray that this morning will not be an exception. Yes, but Lord, you teach us your word. That through your word, illumination will come on our path. Yes, we pray, Holy Spirit, have your way. Yes, yes, Holy Spirit, just speak to us. Yes, Touch our lives. Yes, Let your word be like fire yes, that consumes every chaff in our lives. Yes, At the end of the day, Lord, our lives will be better. Amen. 
and you will be given the glory. Amen. We thank you. And we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. These two rows are the special. I don't know why they are empty. If you are bold enough, you can come and sit down there. It's not like moving one step forward, one step, one step. You can come from the back and sit down. Yes, just feel free. If it's there for people, you don't come. Just feel free and be happy. You know, when you are seeking promotion at work, I don't think you want just one jump. You, you, you know, at times you, three jumps, is not the case. When you are at the workplace, every year, one jump, one jump, one jump. By the time you become somebody in the church or in that workplace, you are retirement. Hallelujah. Yeah, some pastors are in the corner there. They should come and sit here. Hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands for Jesus. I don't know why lady pastor maybe she's sitting so far away. Come and sit by her husband. Come and sit by her husband. You like that corner too much. I don't know what you have seen there. Hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands to Jesus. And you may please be seated. Hallelujah. Well, we've been talking about quiet time. Is that not the case? Eh? And I said the other day that, look, at the end of the week, at least every week, ten and then at least two scriptures. You want me to make it one or the two is okay? Hmm? I'm asking you a question, though. If you don't answer, I will ask you a question now. Two is okay. We learn one in church. Is that not the case? Which one did we learn today? John chapter 9 verse 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. So you should learn this one. Amen. It's where no man. Hmm? Is that not the case? People say no, where no one. No man can work. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we've also been encouraged to have our quiet time. Now, how do we know we are having our quiet time? And I'm saying one of the things is to share. Amen. So this morning for five minutes, I want you to share with your neighbor at least one of your quiet times for this week. I may call you and your partner to share to the church. Oh, share with your neighbor. Why do you think I'm preaching? I'm giving instruction. Share with your neighbor one quiet time. Just You can open your Bible and share it. One of the quiet times that bless you the whole week. Just one. Don't be telling Anansi stories, please. Open your Bible and talk from it. And at least you have to say a scripture and discuss it. Amen. I'm not saying as a pastor I should uh, share. share you can. I'll call one of the groups. And I'm sure I'll call from the choristers. People have the word, oh, oh, daddy, you're alone. Sit by daddy and share your quiet time with daddy. Hmm? Or what do you think? Yeah. Share. Look, you'll be surprised that people can have the word and they have kept it. They don't share with anybody. Are you new? Is today your first time? You too, it's your first time. It's not your first time. 
So at least you can share your quiet time. You never had one this week. Next week you will have your quiet time. Next week I'm coming for you. Look, you see, I'm giving instruction. Even if you are not obeying it, don't sit down like Charlie with your, as if you don't care. Sit down properly. See, like the thing that is happening, no? you that doesn't concern you. Okay, let's share. Charlie, I could see the anointing flowing in this area. That's it. Are you sharing? You are sitting alone. You are not sharing. Ah. You see, these are the things that people do. When they say don't fornicate, you think everybody is not fornicating, but some people are fornicating. You are having Bible, we want to share with you, and you are not caring, you are not even looking there, you are looking at me. She is the one sharing now. You'll be surprised that what the person sitting by you will share is what will bless you for today. Share with him. Did you have your quiet time this week at least once? My, my dear? Did you have your at least one? Uh-huh. Don't just open to John 3.16 and begin to talk. Can you see how people have the word? People are anointing the church. Look at Charles. He's sharing. Are you, are you, did you share a scripture? A scripture? The, come and share the two of them. Come. Oh, clap for. We have to practicalize what we are preaching. Oh, brother, what do you think? Yes. Uh-huh. You have two minutes. Quickly. Ojam, you are next. <laughs> was he sharing? Was he sharing with you? Can you see how he's anointed? Did he share some hymns too? Because always sharing hymns on status. As a line, salient points. Yes, quickly. Hallelujah. One person she said Charles was sharing, so Charles share. You say praise the Lord. Don't say amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. So Jeremiah says verse 4. Um, prepare ye what a gift and arise. I don't want to read forward. You can read it in your Bible, but I want to explain. <laughs> uh, so it's talking Jeremiah about six four. Those on the uh, in the uh, the media, put it on the screen. All right. Pastor. So it's talking about preparing on time. That's know? it. Prepare yourself because if you get to a time where you won't be able to work at a certain strength. So at, at by this time, it is time for you to prepare yourself and work. We're just talking about working. So yeah. how does that apply to you? All right. So practically, uh, practically, because I see how it applies to you, but I don't. You also see it. I, I saw it. Uh huh. So say it. Actually, personally, um, I want to do more things. Before, especially when it comes to the work of God. Before what? Before my, I guess, certain age, kind of, <laughs> so when I will be able to move to certain things. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that I still have some strength to do some certain things. Yes. So I want to apply that strength and do it more. Especially when, when Bishop said that this is the year of work. So one thing I was analyzing that, how, how much can I do? What more can I do when it comes to the work of God? So all I just said that, okay, let me just add more strength to what I'm doing so that 
when the time comes, when I cannot do it, when I look, when I look back, say, oh, I've done this, I've done this, I've done that. So that's. He said, prepare ye war against her. Against her. Arise. And let us go up at noon. Hmm? Yes. Noon, just uh, afternoon. He said, war unto us, for the day goeth away. It's just like the scripture, of, uh, John 9, 4. Eh? The night cometh. Eh? The day goeth away. For the shadows of the evening are stretched out. Just that the evening looks very long. The period where you cannot do much, you cannot do anything. Eh? Or the period that you, it's come that you can do less. Eh? It can be very, very long. Now, how does that apply practically to him? He said, prepare. He war against her. He's not married. This is the time to prepare for marriage. Yes, yes, Bishop. Do you see? But there are a lot of things that when you marry, you cannot do. Yes. Like how we call you day and night, Charles, and the Charles is here, very faithfully here. When you marry, when you are going, the wife says, hey, where are you going? So when he say, prepare ye war against her, eh, one of the things to do is to train somebody, train people who can do the things that you are doing. Are you with me? Yes. So that we don't have to call you every night when you are married also. Otherwise, we will look at, like an unreasonable pastor's. Do you understand? Yes, so I got a revelation. That's how it applies to you. Practically. Yes, Bishop. <laughs> Thank you. Clap your hands to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, when we meditate on the word, keep that scripture on the screen. When we meditate on the word, eh, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, do you see, it gives us many revelations. Amen. Because it's by the spirit that I am sharing with him what I think that scripture is saying to him. That's why he's talking about for the Lord. I don't know what he was saying. Do you understand what he was saying? But what I, what I said, what I said about it, did you understand that one? Is it real? Can he really apply it? Yes. He can relate and apply. So when you meditate on the word, the spirit opens. Because you see, Bishop takes a scripture and there's a whole book on the scripture. Be wise as serpents. There's a whole book with about 200 pages on this scripture. And it comes about as a result of meditating on the word. Hallelujah. Meditating on the word. And I believe that many of us will be blessed and our lives will be changed and we will experience many breakthroughs if we learn to meditate on the word like God said to Joshua. Eh? Say that this book of the law shall not be part out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate on it day and night. Amen? Day and when? And night. So you do it day in the night also you do. Hallelujah. Eh? That thou mayest observe to do according to that what is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. Hallelujah. So you'll be amazed that whatever work you do, whatever profession you are in, God can help you through his word to make you a better person. Amen? And as you meditate on it, you see the Holy Spirit will be bringing ideas. Ideas, things that you can do, you can apply to your life. Hallelujah. I believe that Charles will prepare in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, today, I'm preaching already because... And that is what I'm talking about today. Powerful effects of a quiet time. Hmm? Powerful effects of a quiet time. 
So if Charles, for instance, had labored more on this word, God would have spoken the thing that I spoke, God would have spoken that to him also. Amen? Now look, now, now you are working in the church, you are doing a lot. The pastors, call, we call you anytime, we call in Charles to come and do things. You know, but I'm saying that when you marry, we can, I, I, I feel bad to be calling you always. Are you with me? Or you will not feel bad. If you know your, your wife will feel that, hey, but why? Don't they know that he has married now? That they are always calling him. So it's like once you are married, prepare. Because the night cometh when no man can work. Amen? As I said, I must do the works of him that sent me while it is day. Now, day can represent your, your youthfulness whilst you are a young person. Amen? The Bible says that every man must bear his yoke in his youth. Most of us don't bear our yoke in our youth. When you don't bear your yoke in your youth, eh, in your eh, old days, things are not going well. You finish school, you marry early, you give birth to children. By the time you are 50-something, you know, children are finished school, they're also working. Not that when you have 60, you have retired 65, you now have a 9-year-old child. Do you see? It should not be easy for you that you are 69 and you have a 9-year-old child. It should not be easy for you. It means that you didn't bear your yoke in your youth. But I see you bearing your yoke in your youth. I see you working while it is day. Amen? It says, for the night cometh when no man can work. Hallelujah. Psalm 63. Psalm 63, verse 1. He said 63, not Psalm 63. Is this screen not working? He said, Oh God, thou art my God. Are you with me? Thou art my God. He said, Early will I seek thee. Hmm? Can you see that when day breaks, it's very difficult to have your quiet time. You can be determined, you can purpose, you can plan, but when day breaks and the full cause begin to come, it's not easy. You feel like you are, you are with God, but you feel like you are doing something bad. That's why it says, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsted for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. There are so many challenges in this world. There are so many things that, you know, tend to bring us down. But when you seek the Lord, I tell you, you see, all these things are meant to bring dryness to our lives. But the Lord, in his presence, there is water that when you drink, you will thirst no more. Verse 2. It says, to thee thy power and thy glory. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Quiet time enables you to be empowered for the day. Amen? To be what? Empowered for the day. It makes you depend on God. Are you understanding? You put your confidence in God. Because it's God. As you see, every policeman, when he wakes up in the morning, he has his own clothing at home. But then he puts on his uh, police uniform and as he's searching out, that uniform that he has put on gives him authority 
that is backed by the government of the country. Amen? I say amen. So they work with the power of the country, of the government. So when you also put on Christ, you also put on your quiet time, you see, you see, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Give me verse 8. Verse 8, you see, my soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. You see, it is not easy, especially for those of us who have not established uh, a habit of doing it. Are you understand what I'm saying? And that is why it's important to follow hard after it. It's something that you have to determine to follow hard. That every morning I will spend some time with God. Every morning I will spend some time with God. I will pray. I'll get a scripture from the word. I'll get direction from God every morning. It is not easy to purpose to do that. Are you understanding? I say, are you understanding? Are you in the church? Why is the church so quiet? Are you in the church? Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, verse 26. You know, Jesus Christ gave a parable. And after he had given the parable, like the people didn't understand what he was saying. But in verse 26, and the Bible said, he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Next verse. And should sleep and rise night and day and the seeds should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. Yes, next verse. He's talking about the effect of the seed that you have sown. For the earth bringeth forth fruit for herself. First the blade, then the ear. After, after that, the full corn in the ear. So you can see, man has planted seed. Hmm? He has planted seed. The effect of what you have done will be realized later. Jesus Christ said the word, hmm, the seed is the word. So when you plant seed, which is the word, you are planting seed every day, you are not seeing the effect though. It's not like, I mean, sometimes you see the effect immediately. Sometimes you don't see the effect. And most of the time you don't see the effect. Because no seed you plant, no seed rises up the same moment when you plant it. But there comes a time where now the seed, the effect of the seed, which is the way that you have planted, it now begins to help you. It now begins to fruit. When you need it most, when you are in situations, you see that the seed that you have planted, that is what you can call upon. Hallelujah. You see, the spirit of God that lives with us, the spirit of God works with the word of God. The spirit of God has not worked with economics or anything, but it's the word of God. And where is the word? The word is in us. Like Jesus Christ, always in the temple, reading the word. When he was tempted of Satan, it was what he knew. It was a seed that he has planted. The fruits was the answer that he was able to release. Satan is not afraid of um, many, many things that we do. I'm telling you. What he's afraid of is the word. And that is why he has made it so difficult for you and I to read the word. Oh yes. That is why he has made it so difficult for you and I to make reading of the word a habit. To make loving the word a habit. To make loving the word and laboring by the word something that most of us don't do. Because Satan is afraid of the word. When he tempted Jesus, Jesus used only one thing, the word. 
Jesus did not say, ah, what they are saying is not true. He said, I'll give all these cities to you if you bow down and worship me. He didn't say, ah, but come on. My father created all these things. No, 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 no. He just spoke the word. It's just the word. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So one of the greatest effects of the word is that when you have sown it inside of you, eh, it has great recompense of reward. It has great reward. Now, the first powerful effect of quiet time, the daily quiet time prevents hurts and reduces pain in this life. It does what? It prevents hurts. When you are in trouble, eh, that is not the time to go and look for the word. The word should be there already. Hallelujah. The word should be there already for you to release it and apply it. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Eh? He said the pain and hurts we experience in our lives are because we have not picked up the Lamb of God. John chapter 8 and verse 12. Listen to what Jesus Christ said. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. I am the what? I am the what? I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Now, Jesus is the word. And he's saying that he is the light of the world. And when you follow him, you walk, not walk in darkness, but you walk in the light. Now, what are some of the things that happens in darkness? Now, darkness could be physical darkness that you cannot see, so you hurt yourself. You know, recently I was in my bedroom and I hit my, you call shin, is that what you call it? Shin. <laughs> I hit my shin against the corner of the bed. I don't know whether I was sleepy or whatever. You know, I just didn't even pay attention to it. Oh, but later it became, it became almost like a big show that I had to treat. Even night has left a mark day. Because I was walking in darkness. Amen? Now, at the moment when the thing hit my shield and I had pain and I saw I was treating, light will not do anything for me. It is too late. It is too late. So, hurts and things can be avoided by you walking in the light. When you are hurt already, the light is of no use. Amen? The light prevents the hurts from coming. Because, you see, when people get hurt, it's a very dangerous thing. They get hurt, and by the time they realize the hurt is spreading amongst others. It's a very, very dangerous thing. But the word of God, Jesus Christ said, he is the light. He is the light of the world. He is the light of life. And so, picking up Jesus every day, it prevents a lot of hurts. Amen. I said amen. Because the Bible says offenses must come. Offenses there, they will come. Your wife will offend you. You will offend your wife. Your children will offend you. Or it doesn't happen. You will offend your children. It happens. As offenses there, they will come. Hallelujah. That's the Bible says that be ye angry. So when the offense comes, you can be angry small. Amen. How many of us are angry small from time to time? I see angels sitting here. Let me go to this place. I'm the angry small. Like, 
this year, what's today's date? 28. 20, within these 28 days, your wife has offended you. Can I see my hand? So if your wife is sitting there, so you can Okay, your husband has offended you. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Those who are okay. Either your wife, your spouse has offended you. Lift your hand. Let me see. Yes. I can also lift my hand. Oh. <laughs> Amen. But as the person has offended you, you don't have to carry the offense all along. Are you understanding what I'm saying? The word of God says, be angry and sin not. So if you have gotten this light, this revelation from the word, yes, you'll be angry with offense. But by the close of day, he said, do not let the sun go down on your anger. By six o'clock, the anger should have gone. You should have said, look, it's okay. Don't say, I know you are wrong, but I'm forgiving you. Then it seems, I'm not wrong. Then the thing goes, it's a wrong move. Amen? Because the Bible says, while we were sinners, while we were without strength, God came for us. So my advice always is, when there is a dispute, you who think you are right, go to the one who is wrong. Be like God. As dear children, we should be what? Imitated of God. So you who think you are right, go to the one who is wrong. Because God was right. We were wrong, but he came to us. He said, you have not chosen, but I have chosen you. Amen? So to follow God, and so you see, all these things you learn in your quiet time. That is not, this, you know, discussing the issue to the logical conclusion. The logical conclusion will never come. Because you will not accept that you are fault. She will also not accept that she is a fault. Meanwhile, the two of you love each other. But because there is no light... And the quarrel just carries on, carries on. Bible did not say that. He said, look, as much as lies within us, eh, we should strive to be at peace with what? All men. All men include your spouse. Don't think it's not people outside alone. Includes your spouse. Hallelujah. So you who think you are right, like God was right, when we were sinners, when we were without strength, Christ came for us. That's what you should also do. Hallelujah. So all these things are light that guides us. But when the offenses have come and then you've carried on and on, you say now the light is not even having any effect. And that is why when people come for marital conflicts, it's so difficult. It's, it's one of the worst moments of pastors when couples are quarreling and they come. Hey, one day at the purple lounge, I was there and this couple when the man was very cool. You know, men are normally cool. So when the man is talking, did the woman, Pastor, he's lying, he's lying. I said, keep quiet, let him finish talking. Then when the woman, man finished, the woman is talking, Pastor, it's not true. <laughs> so this went on for about 20 minutes. And I said, you know, you guys, I cannot help you. Oh, yes. I prayed for that. I said, go. Go and see what is in the Bible and sort. No, I, I cannot help you. How can I help you? When, when she is talking, pastor, it's not true. When he is talking, pastor, he's lying. He's lying. So me that I am not in your home, me that I'm not there when this thing happened, how will I know and what do I have to say? All I have to say is what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Amen. That forgive one another. 
even as Christ forgave us. Something that we learned very early in our lives is the Lord's Prayer. But most of us don't apply it. Most of us don't apply it. Whether maybe we don't even know it. You know the Lord's Prayer? Eh? Put the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, on the board. It says, After this man, therefore, pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You see, this prayer, you can pray for about one hour or two hours, I'm telling you. Because it said, after this manner. So when you take, give, go back one step. When you take, um, thy will be done in earth. As you come, Jesus Christ prayed for God's will for three hours in the garden. So you can pray for a long time. Maybe your business, things are not going well. Lord, your will be done. This business decision, Lord, what should I do? It's very interesting, eh? God, he responds to prayers when you call him our father. And in, in, look, in, uh, I think in Luke chapter 11, the same thing, Luke chapter 11 verse 2, I think. Yes, it said unto them, when he prays, say, most of us don't say our father. We don't relate to God as our father. You just get up there, but you don't relate to him as my father. So who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. So we said the first part is just addressing God, praising God, worshiping God. Then now you go to the sickness, the kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on us as it is in heaven. Then now you go to yourself. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Is that not the case? Then now you go to your life and lead us not into temptation. Those of us who feel they are strong, don't say, I'm strong. I will not fall. No. As I go to the office today, this girl has been tempting me, but I will not fall. No, don't be so confident in yourself. Say, Lord, lead us not into temptation. Amen? One day I was praying because I was afraid. I was living alone in Takradi. My wife had traveled. And that's we just moved to Takradi. And people have told me stories of daddy girls. And I was very, very afraid. So I was praying this prayer. He said, what, lead us not into temptation. I didn't pray the second part. Deliver us from evil. Because I want the king to stop and lead me not. I don't want to enter and then you are not come to deliver me. In case the deliverance does not work. So seriously, I said, lead me not. And it worked for me. Because I had a friend who was, had come there to work with M MTN. It was not easy for him. With the girls. It was not easy for him. At the point I was wondering, ah, am I not nice that the girls are not coming to me? Because we are, we are both fair. We are, all, we are all gun men who have just arrived in Tadi. And Charlie, they were swamping on him. Ah, I was checking myself in the mirror. How come that nobody is coming to tempt me? Then I remembered that I have prayed that lead me not into temptation. I said, I specifically told God, I don't want to go to the second part of this prayer where I'll say, and deliver me. Because that, sh that shouldn't come at all. Just don't lead me. Amen. 
Just don't leave me. Hallelujah. So it was something I learned in my quiet time and I prayed it and God delivered me powerfully. Powerfully. So, the quiet time, it prevents hurts. Amen? Where things that you learn, it will prevent many, many, many hurts. Hallelujah. The next point, hmm? now let's look at John 1.9. It's a very, very powerful scripture there. Let me even take the story from 3. John chapter 1. Go back to verse 3. We are talking about the word of God. It prevents hurts. So all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Yes? In him was life. Are you seeing that? In him was what? Life. And the life was the light of men. Hmm? In the quiet time, you experience life, and you also have what? The light of men. Next. Five. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There's so much darkness around us. You need to spend time with God. When you spend time with God, light comes on your path. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. When you put lights on, you don't have to struggle. Immediately, darkness is dispelled. Even rats, they run away when there's light. When you enter, the, you put light, you see the rats running. That's if you have seen rats where you are before. Why? Because light has come. Hallelujah. May quiet time bring light into your life. I say, may quiet time bring light into your life. Otherwise, you walk in darkness and you'll be hurting. you hit your feet against the stone and many things. You enter into a relationship that do not help because there's no light. There's no light. One of the things that the light does is anybody who is coming near you to tempt you, the light, you know, the word of God is light. It just ministers to you. Now watch it. Watch this one. Hallelujah. Next verse. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. So somebody was sent to give witness of the light. That all men through him might believe. Then verse 8. He was not that light. But was sent to bear witness of that light. Even that the light is very important. Said that somebody has been sent ahead. To give witness of it. Verse 9. That was the true light. Which lighted every man. That cometh into the world. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. God has provided for us light. Light to prevent hurts. Light for our path to guide us. Amen? I said amen. See, so how can a young man uh, make his way clean or pure? How does he do it? The word of God. Otherwise, it will be difficult to be pure. Hey. Number two, let me finish quickly. You see, a daily quiet time guarantees a good harvest of nice things. And I said from Luke chapter 8 verse 11, you see, the seed is the word of God. Every day as you plant the seed, the word of God in you, it will grow and it will benefit you. 
to bring you shelter, to bring you nourishment. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. First Peter 1, 23. He said, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. The word of God is incorruptible. Amen. It's what? Incorruptible. She said, it cannot be destroyed. Say, all things shall pass away. God says, my word. My word. My word. My word. By the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So God's word is forever. So as you, you see, every day when you eat, that food is not forever. Just give it some hours. Then it has departed. But meanwhile, we spend hours preparing the food. We spend a lot of resources. Everybody, when they are complaining about the economy, they say, oh, by 13th, the chop money is finished. Chop money, by 13th, is finished. And think about the word of God. When did you put it down that it's even finished? You don't even put it down. It's like it's not there. But from today, that is changing in you. I said, that is changing. I said, that is changing. Galatians chapter 6, verse 8. He said, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall the spirit reap, reap everlasting. Reap life everlasting. So it means that we have to sow a lot to the spirit. The next, my number three, a daily quiet time lead to the cutting away of unwanted aspects of our lives and character. Hmm? Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. It says that for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. So when you have the word of God, you can even discern and in, you know, the people's minds. When somebody is deceiving, you can see it. Because you have the word. Amen? Amen. When somebody is deceiving, you can see it. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hallelujah. The next, a regular quiet time puts a weapon in the hand of the believer. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17. saying, take the helmet of the salvation and the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. I'm preaching from the book Quiet Time. Go and read it. 15, I can't give you all the 15 or I will not go home. 15 powerful effects of Quiet Time. So the word of God is able to cut off, able to defend you. Jesus Christ used the word to defend himself. Say so it is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. That is what Satan fears. It is what? Written. Satan does not fear all your stories. Eh? Doesn't fear anything about what you do. And many of us, he doesn't even fear our prayers. Because your prayers lack the word. You are speaking just English. Or chi. There's no power in the prayers. God watches over his word to perform. 
So if you don't have the word, what is there for God to perform on? He watches over his word to perform it. He said, let there be. And he watches over those words to perform. Hallelujah. We should allow the spirit of God. You know, on Friday, I was going for graduation of some of our students. And I just, after my quiet, I just prayed. I said, Lord, I want to win a soul today. I just prayed. I mean, it was a deep-hearted prayer. And so when we went, we were just taking pictures. And the young graduate was very happy. I think I hear he's a dancer. But it's not in our church, but it was with our people. He was dancing. We were taking a video of him in his, in his Akapi. You know Akapi? Academy for positive. The gown they wear. He was dancing. They were taking pictures with him. And the spirit said, that is him. Yes, that is him. So immediately, I pull him to the side. I witness to him. And I prayed the sinner's prayer with him. And he accepted Christ. And he also just reminded me, you prayed this morning. That Lord, I want to win, a, as I go to Lego, I want to win a soul today. You'd be amazed. The quiet time when you have it, the things that you say. Many of us are challenging, but we don't talk to God about it. Speak to God. As you are led by the Spirit, speak in the tree, your guy, your English to God. Amen. When you finish, add the tongues and let the Spirit also add his own to it. Hallelujah. You'll be amazed. God, he's got great sense of humor. He answers prayers that we don't even imagine. We don't even think about. You think, ah, but this one too, I should. Yes. Yes. Amen. Maybe you're a married man. You're not satisfying your wife. Pray about it. Lord, I'm becoming weak. Help me, Lord. The Bible says that if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if that spirit dwells in you, you shall quicken your mortal body. You may say, ah, but this one too. Yes. If it's bothering you, talk about it to God. There shall be what? A quickening. Maybe your food is no more. Your husband has not enjoy your food again. It's not nice. Pray to God as you are cooking. Talk about Lord. When should I add the onions? You are laughing. That's why your food is not nice. Lord, I've always been adding the onions before the tomatoes. Should I do the other way around? Say no, no. You continue. Lord, <laughs> should I put garlic inside? <laughs> How about ginger? <laughs> How about all seasons? Uh, what do you call that thing? Something called all season something. Spice. Lord, this chicken I'm going to grill. What should I put inside? How long should I leave the chicken to, to, for the thing to enter it properly? You don't pray. You don't talk to God. So your food is not nice. One way. Oh, your food. Because you heard it's on one way to heaven. So your food is always one way. There is one way to heaven, but not to cook, one way to cooking. Hallelujah. Your husband going to eat something, someone say, ah, the food can be that nice. <laughs> you should make your quiet time useful by talking to God. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Let me give you one more, then we close. Now, quiet time deliver Christians and pastors from delusions. People are deceived a lot. James chapter 1, verse 22. It said, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, 
deceiving yourselves. Next verse. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. So one of the things that the word of God is, is like a mirror. Amen? If this morning when you were coming to church, the food you ate last night is still showing on your teeth. And you saw it in the mirror. What will you do? You will do something about it. Is that the case? But imagine you ignore what you saw. Now, as you are walking with, in church and you are laughing happily, at times people don't even tell you. People are very wicked. Do not call you aside and say, um, sir, baby, baby, what say so? Do not tell you. Then like always you, there's food on your teeth. One day, I took over from a certain gentleman. I was transferred to where he was and he was moved out. And when I went, the house was staying in, the master bedroom, ah, the bathroom, there was no mirror. I said, what? Then I remembered that he always had some things on his teeth. And I said, aha, uh-huh. but there was no mirror in the bathroom. I said, what? Do you have a mirror in your bathroom? And many of us don't have the mirror of the word. So spiritually, there's food on your spiritual teeth. Spiritually, there's something. Imagine when you see it, you ignore it. That's what happens for those who read the word of God and are not doers of it. He say, for if any man, if, for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, hmm, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Or a mirror. Next verse. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way. And straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Are you seeing it? He said, but whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. Not just once, but continueth therein. So like daily you are looking into the mirror. That is how we correct things about ourselves. It doesn't happen just once. Amen. The same scripture, when you look at it another time, you'll be amazed of new things that you will learn. Is it continue therein? He be not a forgetful hearer. And that is why it's important to write notes in church. Because if I go to the car park now and I ask you of what the memory verse was today, you will not remember. So you are like this man, he be not a forgetful hearer. But a doer of the word, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So many of us are now experiencing the blessing of the Lord because we forget the word. We don't take notice of the word. When we look at the word, we forget what we have heard, forget what we have seen. But when daily, daily, daily you are doing it, you know, Satan always comes to steal the word. So when he steals the word, then you put it back. When he steals it, then what? You put it back. And that's why it's very good, it's very difficult to memorize scriptures. Because anytime you, you can memorize, memorize, eh? but after you want to remember, then you forgot what he said. But then you go and then you put it back. It takes, you put it back. You keep on, see, Satan should, ha- should be tired before you get tired. Then one of the ways is also now to share what you have learned. The moment you share it, two, three, four, five people, by the grace of God, it will stick inside there. Hallelujah. 
I said, Hallelujah. Do you remember today's memory verse as we close? Do you remember today's memory verse? What does it say? John what? Uh-huh. John 9. John 9 what? Verse 4. What does it say? I must. I must. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. Then say what? The night cometh. No man. So there's a time that it's easy to even memorize scripture. When you are in trouble, it's difficult. You can't memorize things. Are you with me? But build yourself a solid credit and a solid store of scripture to help you. So as you do it daily, 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 it helps you. In Jesus' name. Clap for Jesus. Don't forget, between now and next week, you should learn at least two scriptures and memorize it. We have one already, John 9, 4. The other one is what you will pick in your course of the week. Then next week you will share it. Amen. Just like, you see, as Charles shared the scripture, were we all not blessed? I said, were we all not blessed? From where? Jeremiah what? Were we all not blessed? Were you also not blessed? Can you see that when you shared it, you became more blessed? Eh? Because I added something to you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He adds things to the things. As you are sharing, eh, he will even add to it for you. Because it's a more blessing to give than to receive. So as you share, you are being blessed the more. God bless you. Rise on your feet. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, I am content. In your presence, there is life, expressions of your love, revelations of your power and might. Your presence I can bring a love song offering. I'm in the presence of my King. In Your presence, Your presence there is love. Expressions of Your love. Expressions of Your love. The revelations, revelations of Your power and mind. Just pray for yourself for a minute. Just pray for yourself for a minute. Say, Lord, I want to meet you every morning. In the morning, rising up a great while before thee. Lord, I want to meet you every morning. Just to sit at your feet. Lord, to be blessed by you. 
to receive from you, open your mouth and talk to God right now. To receive from you. Yes, Lord. I want to be blessed by you, God. In the name of Jesus. I want to be blessed by you, my God. I want to sit at your feet. I want to sit at your feet. Lord, I want to sit at your feet. Day by day, morning by morning, Daily feeding at your feet. In the name of Jesus. Daily, oh God. Daily at your feet. In the name of Jesus. Let your word. Let your word. Let me lie by it, oh God. Everyone to hear from you. For you to speak to me before I step out of my house. For you to speak to me and for me to speak to you. I thank you and I give you the glory. I give you the praise. Father, we thank you. Jesus' name, with every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus today. Pastor, pray with me. I want to know Jesus personally. I want to be born again. Wherever you are standing, you want to say, Pastor, today I want to receive Jesus. Today I want to be born again. I want you to lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me, wherever you are. Only your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus today. I want to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of my life today. I don't want to leave this place not knowing Jesus. I don't want to leave this place not being born again. Lift it very high. I want to see it from where I am. God bless you. God bless you. You have lifted your hand. I want you to come to me. Just come to me. Come to me, come to me. God bless you. after me. Make it your own prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus who died for me. This morning, I come to you and I ask you to please forgive me of all my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life so that one day I will be with you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving me. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. 
For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.